0: You're listening to Milani Kai. Thank you so much for joining us all around the country. But we are based out of Metro Atlanta. One of the things I like to do is to take local stories and once they start getting a national eye, I'd like to bring those stories onto the show and share with you the newsmakers from those stories. Well, the largest lake in Georgia is making its way around national news, of course, throughout Georgia as well because... My next guest would like to drain that lake, or at least that's what the headlines say. Usher's ex-wife wants to drain Lake Lanier. That's what it says. So I got to talk to the person that's that's making these headlines. She's here with us right now. Tamika Foster Raymond is in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. We're going to cover a couple of things. However, I want to take us back to some years ago, why you're even in the news. I know I saw you in the New York Post. I've seen you in Perry, of course, in Georgia, but it's spread outside of Georgia. People are calling me from around the country and saying, Lake Lanier, is that the Oscarville place? There's a whole lot to talk about with that, but let's go back chronological order. Hard for me to sit here and look at you and even talk about what you're about to talk about, but we've got to talk about it to get to where we are today. Tamika, take us back 11 years ago.
1: 11 years ago, I went to a friend's wedding in St. Martin. Um, I was scheduled to be gone for just three days. I was going to the wedding, and then I was going to jump over to another island real close. And um, that's exactly what I did. And I got a call that my son had been in an accident. But I was told that it was kind of like a mild thing, a minor cut, and that I needed to rush back. And I knew that that kind of didn't make sense. The minor cut and rush back didn't a line so I panicked of course and I, I got back to Atlanta and my son had been in an accident and the accident happened at Lake Lanier he was um, just simply laying on an inner tube being pulled by a pontoon boat you know he was tubing and a person came by on a jet ski I don't know how fast he was going but he basically ran over it was two kids on a, on a tube um, and my son took the kind of the brunt of the, uh, the whole thing and the, um, he sustained a head injury. So he was in the hospital for two weeks um, on life support. And he succumbed to his injuries two weeks later. Jesus. Um, it was reported that we, we took, took him off of life support. That's something that was never an option for me. In fact, I was in the hospital raising hell about even the mention of it. So that wasn't a consideration. He would have, you know, had he survived and had his heart not stopped, he would have still been on tubes and, 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 you know, on life support and hooked up to all the machines and I would have been sitting by his bed.
0: So you're not one of those saying that to, to say that you weren't one of those oh, no. people that said, you know, we're taking him off. You were going to you would have kept him on that for yes. as ever long as it took and, and let God make that decision. Absolutely. That's you.
1: And that's what I that's that was basically my argument, because the staff, you know, they kind of came to me with really a, a grim prognosis, like, look, we're not getting any any brain waves. We're not getting any signals from him. But for me, I said, look, I was pregnant with him for almost 10 months. And the first thing I was told that he had was a heartbeat. And so as long as I hear my heartbeats, heartbeat, we're going to sit here until I don't. And so that's, um, and it's funny because I always call my kids my heartbeats. And I've done that for many years. And coincidentally, this is one thing that kind of kept him going because I heard heard his heartbeat and it was very strong his other organs were working fine he was still you know all the other functioning but he didn't have any brain activity
0: how old was Kyle at this time he
1: was 11 Mm. um, and I was just hoping for a miracle that he would wake up because you know it was like he was in a coma but every now and then I feel a little twitch or you know I'd get something and I was just hoping like oh my goodness his eyes are gonna pop open he's gonna wake up and he did not. Um, and when his heart slowed to a certain you know, point, the doctors came and told me, you know, to say my goodbyes. And um, I did. But I, you know, I still sometimes um, resent the fact that I didn't re- reset, resuscitate. You know, I kind of agreed with them that once his heart stopped, it would be kind of the end of it.
0: It's interesting, though, let's just stop there for a second, because it is something uh, my family, my sister uh, went on to be with the Lord um, at an early age, not as early as Kyle, who was 11, but she was vibrant and 52 until Mm. cancer, I think it was. And it is something that families grapple with. The the DNR, do not resuscitate or just let them go. So that that's something that you actually uh, regret in this progress, in this (sighs) process.
1: I don't I don't know what I want to say. I hate to you know, I hate to call it regret. Because I I also believe in God's timing and everything happens for a reason. And I say that because should he have lived, he probably wouldn't have been Kyle as we know him. You know what I mean? And that was one thing the doctors did say. You know, he, he may have been blind or he may have been paralyzed or he may have had just, you know, some kind of other um, brain defect that would not have made him be the same Kyle. And Kyle probably didn't want to live under those, you know, circumstances. So that's what I have to use as comfort for myself that he made that determination that, you know, it was his time to go. Now that's hard. We selfishly as family members would want to keep him under any circumstances, even if we had to carry him around. His father and I both said, look, we'll take turns. We'll take care of him, you know, and whatever his condition is. But Kyle made the decision and he crossed over. He probably saw the other side. It was probably better than where we are. He might say, what are we doing? Like, Mom, you need to come with me. (laughs) You know, Uh that's probably what he was wanting to tell me. But anyway, that said, this whole thing, this petition, is because the lake has had far too many fatalities, far too many accidents, and I feel a lot of them have been preventable. Um, They don't have proper zoning. And, yes, they do have, you know, mandated zoning verbally. You know, we know that you're supposed to stay I think it's within 50 feet of, you know, the personal watercraft. They're not um, enforcing it. Had they enforced it that day, Kyle would probably be with us or we wouldn't have had this accident. So I take issue with um, with their lack of, you know, whatever you want to call it. it. It's lack for sure. And the lake, you know, to be fair, it's built over a city. It has a very insourceable crazy past and the undercurrent is not right there's no way you can have a smooth and natural current going across the lake when you've got all this debris and you've got you know buildings and edifices and and farmland and I mean not farmland but you know fencing and barbed wire and all this crap underneath the bottom and so I think they need to clean up the lake they need to you know halt business as usual for a minute you know, and take time to really come up with a viable plan to get this lake cleaned, and and a little—I mean, at least appease me, make an attempt, bulldoze it, do something. But there shouldn't be park benches floating in the lake, and and pieces of wood and trees growing out of the middle of the lake. They need to do something about it.
0: You're listening to Milani Kai. Here with me is Tamika. Foster Raymond. She's a fashion designer. Headlines all around the country say Usher's ex-wife wants to drain Lake Lanier. That's what we're talking about. We're going to continue to talk about this petition she has on cha- on, on change.org to drain the lake. We're going to come back to that. But she said something that that piqued my interest. Probably I just found this out about six years ago and I was like, oh, I'm not going back out there. Uh, so it's called Oscarville. She's talking. She said there's city under there. and of course, the lake Lake is so huge. It's probably 38,000 lakers or so, acres or so, but it's not the whole lake. Tell us about Oscarville and what people are talking about, what you mean when you say there's a city mm-hmm. somewhere under Lake
1: Lanier. First, let's start with the title of the p- petition. It was very important to be provocative, just like media. You know, the headline, Usher's ex wants to drain the lake. That's provocative because I'm obviously more than his ex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um I think that that's the headline that they use to grab everybody. So it's in the same, on the same token, that's what I use to grab everyone's attention. Had I simply said, hey you guys, let's start this green project where we all hold hands and go out and clean Lake Lanier today. Everybody get their baskets and we're gonna clean Lake Lanier. No one would have paid attention and I wouldn't be sitting here today. Um, it was important to say something that was jarring and that would move the needle. And I'm hoping that this does move the needle. I, I, my goal is not to uh, rid Georgia with its water supply, or you know, God forbid, Georgia power with its power. You know, I know they have a lot of hydroelectricity coming from Lake Lanier. But you're using big words. Come on now, I, I'm very polysyllabic <laughs> over here. Now she's polysyllabic. She knows she's a writer. <laughs> we'll talk
0: about the book coming
1: up. Yeah, but anyway, no. But it's it's important that. Um, it's known that I'm not trying to disrupt um, any flow or any income for, you know, people around the lake or or the city of Georgia or, I'm sorry, city of Georgia, for the state of Georgia. I'm not trying to um, disrupt anything, but I am talking about improvements that'll make it a safer environment for everyone, including those that work and and, um, are monetizing being there. Um, I think cleaning the lake is a great honor to those that lost their lives Oscarville was a thriving black community in the 50's Um, you know they were farmers and churchgoers and family you know there was I think they said it was like 1100 families Mm -hmm. there and they were basically a lynch mob came and got them out of there they had to go by force many by force I'm told 250 at least lost their lives there are um, graves that have been desecrated It's just, I I think, I don't think that we left Oscarville willfully, you know, I don't think everybody went with a check and I'm sure we weren't smiling like, oh, (laughs) you can have our town and our farm that we built. We don't care. We just want a lake. I don't think that's what happened. I think that there was a lot of disrespectful occurrences, you know, which is Lake Lanier that we know today. So I think we owe it to the descendants of Oscarville and whatever other town that may be under there to clean the lake. And I, I kind of look at it as a purification, you know. We need to um, – they need to sage the lake. I don't know, you guys. Something needs to happen because the lake is not doing its thing. 700 deaths and, you know, and and triple that amount in injuries. I heard a man was on a jet ski and ran into something and ejected his daughter. So we, we can't even speak about loss of life and limb that's happened out there. In, uh, the injuries, people – Losing a limb is like death to some people, you know, and they're not counting that as a part of the fatalities. So I think that things need to happen to change that narrative. You're,
0: we're talking to Tamika Foster Raymond, who, again, is in national news, of course, Georgia news, but national media has picked it up. She has a petition that says uh, she wants to drain Lake Lanier, but if you've been listening, you hear you know, why she did those things, and you're absolutely right. The mo- more sensationalized the headline is, Usher's ex-wife wants to drain the lake. I the know. more attention that you get, but yeah. she's made it very, very clear, and there are others out there. I've seen people, since your petition has come out who have lost lives and this is not a black thing it's mm-hmm. not a it's not an urban thing this is people from all walks of life all races all ages they're starting to speak out now and and especially i i saw somebody that tried to make it seem like you were crazy this oh, yeah. crazy lady wants to and i'm like no if you read and we're it, all crazy we are come on. we are we are but crazy it, but you i'll yeah. tell
1: you something um and i'd like to send a special shout out to tara prince um, she lost her boys, Jake and Griffin Prince, two weeks before my son. Two boys. She lost two in one day. Well, can you imagine how I, I can't even, you know, it's hard for me on a lot of days to wake up and, and, you know, be in my right frame of mind to even do this. But for her, she lost two boys in, in June of the same year of 2012. And Two boaters collided. There was a collision. And and I know one of her boys was lost in a lake for a long time. They couldn't find him because the lake is a mess. And my thing is, again, had they had proper zoning, why are two boats in the same vicinity to run into one another? They should not be. And there should be more regulations. Just like on the highway, you have highway patrol. You see them pull up. Everyone slows down. You know, or, or if they're in trouble, they take off. They do, one <laughs> the, they do one or the other. But in most cases, people will slow down to a safe or they'll go within the speed limit. That's what they need to do on the lake. There should be a heavier DNR presence. There should be a lower blood alcohol level that they allow for the BUIs that are happening out there. I know that there's a lot of Darwinism that's happening on the lake. There's fools. There's going to be fools no matter what you do to the lake. You can make it the most holiest ground, and you're going to have some fool come out there drunk and, you know, cause a collision. But if we can just reduce the number and make it much safer, it's it's a difference if you say there were seven deaths at the lake, not 700. You know, I'm just trying to cut down the odds. That's all.
0: Tamika Foster Raymond talking about her headlines Usher's ex-wife wants to drain Lake Lanier. Why um, is that the headline? I it, that. But it's. It, I mean, it's, can I at least get former wife? I, and wife, and wife? I wanted. I wanted to ask you that because I so got to be honest. Underlying. I know some people who have been married to people, people, and they, they that's they love that. Oh, you saw my name. I in hate there. it. So Don't I was going to ask it. you. Oh. Do you do you like? D- does that bother you when it says he Usher's. is a
1: magnificent? father and performer and guy. He's great, but I don't want to be defined by that. That's not what I want as the title. When you look at my name and you Google my name, I've done so many amazing things. I am a designer. I am an author. I, you know, I'm a stylist. I've worked with so many celebrities. He's not the only one. I mean, Jay-Z, say Jay-Z's former stylist. I'll take that. I mean, there's a, you know, I mean, I have a lot of things to my credit. That were before and after him, and I'm insulted kind of just by being kind of demeaned, like, hey, you're just his ex-wife.
0: You're not just his ex-wife, but you are a a mother who is still grieving the loss of a son 11 years ago on on Lake Lanier, who who is rallying people. Here you stand, speaking of I See This Book, I've heard about it, haven't had a chance to read it yet, I hope so. Here (laughs) I
1: stand in a beautiful state In a
0: beautiful state tell us about the book what's it about um
1: it's a it's about just um overcoming so many of life's obstacles because one thing as sure as i'm alive we're gonna we're going to encounter obstacles it's never going to be an easy ride i think it's about how you approach thing and it's your state of being you know it's about remaining in a beautiful state you have two states that you have as an option you can be in a state of suffering or a beautiful state and for me I've done a lot of suffering, and, I, and it's how you process and how long you hold on to the suffering. Now, don't get me wrong, the situation with Kyle is something I'll never get over. I've learned to live around it, and you know, it's a part of my life, I, um, but I'm trying to find good that I can make of that, even with this petition for Lake Lanier, then we need to save other children. There's, there needs to not be another Kyle out there at the lake. No one should be burying their 11-year-old son. That is ridiculous. He had so much potential. He was a star. He had, I don't know, he's probably got 50 videos on YouTube. And this is before it was a thing to be a YouTuber, before they were paying for it. I'm wondering if I can get some back royalties (laughs) for Kyle. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. I Um, did see some of his work, but he was out there for sure. He was out there long before it was a a popular thing to do. Um, And so he he had so much potential. And so that's something I I take real issue that this lake— can just say, you know, rest in peace, we're sorry for your loss, and close the door. And then yet another child, and another child, and another an adult. And, you know, there, there was a um, professional basketball player. Same thing, you know, something happened to him. They had to drag the lake. They didn't find him for months. You have to, you have, to have a funeral without your child? Like, that's a shame. That means your lake needs to be cleaned. Why, why is he not floating up? He's stuck in debris and trees and buildings. And that's a problem for me. They need to do something about that. At least honor the dead if nothing else. And you
0: do. To to Tamika's point, you talk to the divers, you talk to whether it's Hall County or any of the other counties that come to search for bodies, they say it's dangerous. They say going underneath there, you just hope that you don't lose a diver's life. You can't see anything. And seeing the underwater pictures, seeing seeing the part that goes over Oscarville, there's still stuff standing there. It's like yo, you are over a whole town right now. It might be two or three acres, but you're over a whole city right now. That is weird. Yeah, it is very strange. And, and,
1: and I'm I'm getting pushback. I've gotten you know a lot of. I think my Instagram shadow banned me. I can't get comments from like people who aren't following me, which I hate. I want I'd like to hear everybody's comments, but um, they're yelling at me, like sending me DMs, like mind your business. I, I'm sorry. I think losing my son at your lake was definitely my business. This is all my business. Yeah, had you had your lake cleaned out and my son was here uh i wouldn't be in your business but no this is definitely my business yeah
0: so change.org to 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 drain lake lanier and another word word is to clean it up you don't have to be from the metro atlanta georgia area to sign that correct
1: sign the petition you can be all over the world anywhere where you have wi-fi and you can log on sign and share that's the main thing i want everyone to share it because the more inboxes and the more emails about it and the more text messages, alerts that, you know, people are getting, I think we'll get more signatures. And I have, I have a plan, you know what I mean? I have, like, kind of next steps. So when I get to a certain amount of signatures, my goal is to meet with stakeholders and lawmakers. And let's come, we need to come to a roundtable or something and have a, a discussion about what is possible. What can they do? I, I don't think they're going to probably fulfill everything I'm asking for. I think there should be kyle markers out on the water that tell you the more dangerous zones. Um, I think, and hey, let's also talk about the fact that the lake is na- named after a Confederate. Uh, Sidney Lanier, you know, rest his soul as well, but he wasn't probably, you know, <laughs> I don't know if, if in today's woke society that we would have a lake called Sidney Lanier anyway. It's funny because I
0: had on last, I'm going to get back to you, but last week I had on uh Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Antonio, um, Atlanta, well, he's city council mm-hmm. councilman Antonio uh, Lewis, and he's the one that's in the fight to change the streets in Atlanta, named after Confederates. So mm-hmm. you're right. It is a very woke uh, Sidney Lanier, uh, known as a poet for most, but not known for being in the Confederate uh, Army. He was a
1: private. He yeah, a yeah, private he was a, in, a private. <laughs> he was a private in the Army, and if they named the lake after him, he probably took out a lot of right. people, okay? Oscarville probably saw him very well. Well, listen, there's my father my father brought that to my attention. He said, Well why didn't they name he said, you need to think about this. Cindy if Lenin. they named the lake after him, he did some quote right. unquote good work for them. Right. You know what I mean? So uh <laughs> He did some things he probably shouldn't have done to get that title, because being a poet don't get stuff named after you. Hell, I wrote a book, named Atlanta with Tamika Bill. That ain't and, how it works. And he only
0: lived to be in his late 30s, too. Yeah, now, no. now back to the book, and then we'll uh, I'll let you go and talk about, again, Let give people directions to sure. where to go to sign that. Um, here I Stand in a Beautiful State. It's talking about your life. Is it talking about, are we going to hear about you growing up, how you got to be, this, uh, this fashion designer? What are we going
1: to hear about? <laughs> You'll hear about everything. Okay. I, you know, I'm from Oakland, California. It talks about my life growing up in Oakland. It talks about, you know, the time during the, the crack epidemic. You know, mm-hmm. it was heavy in Oakland in the 80s and early 90s. I speak about, you know, I had a child. Um, my first child's father was killed when I was three months pregnant. Uh, it was really rough. I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, having to make some tough decisions about having a baby as a single mom, as a teen. Um, how I got out of Oakland, moved to L.A., how I started my career, went to school for fashion. So I'm not one of these stylists that just <laughs> was working at BB and decided, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fashion stylist and I know everything. No, 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 no. No, I have You went to school for I it. It's an school. art, right. Yeah. I went to school for uh-huh. it, but I have a history even prior to that. My, you know, I have family that worked in a fashion business and stuff. But anyway, the book goes through my whole story about my journey from Oakland, The first three chapters are a little slow because that's what they talk about is kind of the buildup of who I am. And then once you understand whence I came. Oh, you you did King James
0: Version. uh, You did King James Version, (laughs) Tamika. You did King. Tamika Foster Raymond just did King James Version. Okay, from whence you came, yeah, go ahead.
1: Once they understand (laughs) that part, then they understand how I got to Los Angeles and I went to, you know, Fashion Institute and. I wanted to become a buyer and I became a stylist and all the celebrities I work with. I don't think I name every celebrity. That's a that's a separate book. (laughs) But I do talk about my journey and how rough it was and getting fired and getting hired and stuff like that. And um, do you
0: talk about what marriage? Oh, then
1: I talk about falling in love and and getting divorced and then falling in love again. Uh And what and what, you know, swept me off my feet and then what got me knocked on my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I mean and you know I went through a custody battle and then of course losing Kyle that's a that's a a portion of the book. I have a very um, strong chapter it's called Mad at God. Mm. And um I was going to actually name the book that but I was like okay you're not that mad. You're not mad at him that much. Not, you ain't mad him for a whole book. But he is he did get a chapter That's my heavenly he got father. got a chapter my heavenly father. <laughs> right, you get right. mad at your father. Just like with my dad. Being able to
0: be honest with him because I oh, think yeah. too, Pete, God already knows, so I can say, God, I'm not mad at you, and inside I'm steaming because versus he just knows. saying, okay, what what in the world's going on, Lord?
1: He knows. Yeah, that's you, right. You question you question decisions that go through, and see, everybody's not God fearing, you know, and so everybody doesn't believe in God. They don't. They think that the sunsets and the sunrises come from. I don't. <laughs> I guess it's from. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They think it's evaporation of the water and the, I don't know what right, they say, right, but right, anyway. But you're a God believer? Yeah, I just believe. A firm I believer. I, I know that there's a higher power. There's a reason why we breathe and why some don't and some do. And I see miracles happen every day. You know, people that were blind that are sighted again. And, you know, it's just it's different, you know.
0: So but that it, chapter's in there. and then- Yeah, and
1: I talk about just kind of the lifestyle of being in the industry and, you know. And friends and foes and frenemies and yeah, all that. I I go into it, but I take a lot of ownership. I mean, I'm not perfect and I don't make myself sound perfect. It's very funny. The book is so funny. It's so people crack up. They run into me on the street and they say, I laughed and cried at the same damn time.
0: You know, you're a, you're actually a funny person, to be honest with you. You're actually funny. i not stand-up comedian funny, but you're just funny. Hold up. You and don't
1: know that, girl. First of all, this is an interview. No, you're just
0: naturally funny. Give so, me a cocktail. So, you'll
1: see another side. No, I'm just
0: kidding. Here I stand in a beautiful state. In a beautiful state, Tamika Foster Raymond. People want to, A... Sign the petition to drain Lake Lanier. And they will also want to say, let me read this book and find out who she is. Because up until this, I thought she was Usher's ex-wife. Oh, man. Because that's what the headlines say. Had they said, oh, Tamika wants to to clean the lake. Yeah, they wouldn't have cared.
1: They wouldn't have cared. So I'm okay with that. I mean, listen.
0: You just don't want people to think that you're walking around saying, hey, guess who I am. Like it's a badge
1: of honor. Being somebody's ex ain't really a badge of honor. Being the current probably matters more than it should. I'm a damn ex. because I got dumped, okay? Like, what are we bragging about? That is not something I want to read first. I am doing I'm over here trying to change the world. You over here talking about who I was married to. That does not matter. Okay? So Tamika Tamika I don't Foster, leave with that. I do not lead with that. She's Tamika on this
0: show, she's Tamika Foster Raymond, and that's who she is. She's that's got a book. Here I stand in a beautiful state, but she's making national headlines because she wants everybody, whether you're in Georgia or you're in Venezuela or you're in Africa. If you understand how many lives have been lost on this lake, over 700, the the tragedies that are there. If you're mad, I know a lot of people, they're mad at Oscarville and they think that Oscarville was 39,000 square feet. Yeah, no. And it was. I was like, guys. It was a couple miles, but it's still important. Yeah, it's
1: important. It's still important. It's important. Come on,
0: let's listen. <laughs> they're like, they covered
1: the whole... Well, stuff. no, like you know did. the Tyson yeah. Chicken Factories up there. I heard that was part of Oscarville.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, it was a thriving... They're
1: billionaires. They're billionaires now. So, Uh-oh. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Whatever that... Whatever your
0: reason, yeah. there's a reason to sign uh, the petition. And the petition, it's not a petition for African Americans no. or for white people, for green people, for young people, for old people. There are people like Tamika Raymond, Foster Raymond... Who's 11-year-old God, it's even hard to say that, Lord have mercy, 11-year-old son got w- w- died because of an accident there. And there are just others of all races, all walks of life, right. all nationalities who have lost their lives. So if you care about people, it's not going to hurt anybody to sign the petition. You're not signing your life away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on my show, I don't tell you what to do, but I'm telling you to at least check it out. Where can they find the petition, Tamika?
1: Change.org. You can put in... Drain Lake Lanier. That should bring it up again. I'm not trying to drain the lake, but you know, <laughs> but it'll drain Lake Lanier. And it's also the link is in my bio. Um, Instagram at Tamika Foster. Um, you can also order my book here. I stand on TamikaRaymond.com. It's also on Amazon if you choose to go to Amazon route. But it's on Tamika available on TamikaFoster.com. I mean, oh, TamikaRaymond.com. I don't know my name, child. <laughs> I'm my daddy's child that's all I know I'm Tamika Foster but I'm also Tamika Foster Raymond <laughs> and like if push comes to
0: shove literally you can just put in a drain Lake Lanier you don't even have to remember her name if you, if she's right. new to you uh, to the WSB radio audience just put drain Lake Lanier she's going to pop up all over the place and I do believe this is going to continue to get national attention we'll have her back on I know you're from Oakland but is Atlanta home 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 is
1: where your heart is yeah so. Oh, you're,
0: right, right so you still a Cali girl
1: i yeah, i love california i'm from california yeah. and i i just i'm kind of back and forth still okay but i think this i will call this home i'm going to be buying here soon so yeah change.org if you just put petition to drain
0: lake lanier go to change.org yes. or la- anything lake lanier drain put that in your google search engine that'll come up and uh, see if you want to assign uh, that petition we're going to be
1: please sign that. the petition i'm telling you what to do she's not <laughs> Sign the petition. Share the petition get everybody your uncles cousins anybody okay. with an email to sign in everything okay
0: i'm signing right. the petition I, I am asking you to do it awesome. and and i'm doing it because i'm one of the people i'm i am i've never met anyone who's lost a loved one um on lake Lanier. it breaks my heart and also i'm i'm you know i'm all mad about the oscarville thing i've been mad about that for a long time really? and then when your petition came along i was like cool i know it's not thirty nine thousand square feet but mm-hmm. and, there, and there's a lot of stuff happening there so yes so i'm breaking my normal protocol i normally don't tell my listeners what to do sign a petition tamika foster raymond live with Milani kai thank you so much for being here
1: thank you for having me it was great
0: without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies.